0: I'm your host, Nathan Trainer. In conjunction with my new wine blog, WineFix, that's WinePHX.com, we're going to continue a series I've been working on for the past couple weeks about the very first of its kind, the 2011 Gay Wine Weekend in Sonoma, California. On the phone tonight, tonight we have with me uh, Mark Vogler. And Gary Sapperstein, who are the organizers and the driving force behind Out in the Vineyards Gay Wine Weekend. Thank you guys for joining me.
1: Oh, Thanks thank for me. having us. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. It's a pleasure.
0: So, uh, Mark, tell me quickly: How did the idea for Gay Wine Weekend come about?
1: Well, you know, it, it's been a little bit of a genesis, we um, or or an evolution. We had started. Gary and I had started. I've been talking about. Um, out in the vineyard as an event and um, luxury travel company um, a few years back, and and pitched it to Gary. And at the time, the you know we hadn't really seen as much growth as we have now in the LGBT traveler here. But in my observation, and and really Napa and Sonoma wine country are it's a global luxury destination. And we thought, why why is there no Nobody supporting or marketing to to, the gay market. It's a great place. I mean, it's a natural fit. And at the time, we weren't sure that it was going to be something that we can actually get traction on. And then we did our first Twilight Tea Dance at Behringer. Behringer Vineyard stepped up and hosted. And we ended up having about 300 people there with about a three-week turnaround for marketing time. And that came out of, really, I've traveled significantly and done a few things like Atlantis, um, cruises, and a few other events out there that, that were gay-focused tea dances. And what I found that those were the first time in my life that I could be completely myself or not have to sort of look over my shoulder um, at various events, specifically Atlantis, when you're with a group of people out in the middle of the ocean somewhere, you're, you really can be uh, yourself. And, and I thought, why can't we do that here? And so the Behringer Tea Dance proved to be really successful. And then Gary, you know, came back and said, You know, Mark, you're right. We can do this. Let's do it together. And Gary has 15 years of hospitality and restaurant experience here in, in Wine Country. And I come out of wine. And um, so we put it together. Um, the idea was we wanted to spend the first couple of years really building um, some awareness for it. So we did two years of Just Twilight Tea Dance uh, as a fundraiser for um, face-to-face Sonoma County AIDS Organization or AIDS Network. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the goal has been to really grow to on par with um, Aspen Gay Ski Week, Mm -hmm. where it really is a week-long destination for luxury um, wine travel, um, much like Aspen is for skiing. So, this is the next step. So, Gay Wine Weekend is this year, it's the first year where we've gone beyond just Twilight Tea Dance to a multi day um, event. And the response we've gotten, much like the Behringer response in Napa Valley a few years ago, has been phenomenal. You know, mm-hmm. as you've seen in, in the market, we've had 15 wineries step forward, really almost without asking them um, or with very little, 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 uh, little effort. We basically say, would you participate? And before the sentence is finished, they've said, yes, we'd love to. And we've had um, some luxury resorts step forward, and people actually reach out to us proactively and say, we've heard what you're doing. We'd love to participate
0: and support you. That's great. Yeah, it's always interesting to see the response and how how anxious people are to participate and really become part of something uh, like the Gay Wine Weekend. So that's really exciting. So, Gary, uh, Mark mentioned that you have several years of event and hospitality, and you guys have pulled together quite a lineup of events that are happening uh, starting on yeah. Friday the 16th and going through Sunday the 19th. Uh, or I'm sorry, Friday the 17th, um, going through uh, the the 19th. So tell me a little bit about those uh, events that you have planned, Gary. But certainly,
2: how it's all working is – if you, people have an option, you can buy, you can purchase an entire weekend package for Gay Wine Weekend or also do some individual events. But if you do in the entire weekend package, it begins with the, the VIP All Access Weekend Package reception at our host hotel, MacArthur Place on Friday the 17th mm-hmm. and then uh, later that evening there's going to be the first ever in our area right here a gay comedy night uh, song and entertainment with our headliner Judy Tanuda. Mm-hmm. we have uh, Katya Sminoff-Sky who's a Russian opera diva who will be performing along with other LGBT comedians um, Dave Periker, who's local here in Sonoma, Janine Brito um, from San Francisco and Scott Silverman as well and um, that's going to be at our Sonoma Community Center, and also going to sort of, it's going to be a fundraiser for the Sonoma Community Center as well. And then on Saturday, we have the signature event, which is, of course, the Twilight Tea Dance that Mark had spoken about before, mm-hmm. where we have a dozen wineries that will be pouring throughout the evening, along with, many other sponsors for the night. And then on Sunday, the 19th, we close out the weekend with um, the big day brunch, as we call it, with a live wine option with 100% of the proceeds will benefit face-to-face the Stoma County AIDS Network. And um, it's just going to be really, you know, a fun weekend of, um, you know, wa food and wine, laughter and dancing and
1: celebration.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: here all out of here.
0: That all, sounds amazing. Everything
1: all, all out of the vineyard, wherever we go. Yeah, You know, Nathan, just to, to follow on that, one of the things, you know, our model that we've really tried to do, it, it's sort of twofold. Gary and I really love this lifestyle here in wine country, and um, a big part of it is spending time with friends and enjoying wine and being outside and having great food and really just, you know, it's very easy to go to someone's house and spend several hours there just, being with them and enjoying a lifestyle. And so the idea was, was one to share that with the gay community and let them know that things aren't always, um, you know, about being in West Hollywood or the Castro or the gay ghetto, as we sometimes refer to, 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 you know, cosmopolitan areas Mm -hmm. that there is this lifestyle that is completely open and accepting and embracing of, by a community, mm-hmm. we really wanted to, we really want to get that word out there. And then... Um, well, I think what Mark and I, you and I, what Mark
2: and I talk about all the time is that we really want to be, create and really truly believe that wine country could, could be and should be a destination for the LGBT community.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Mark, I know you mentioned, uh, was it at the last tea dance that the Sonoma mayor came? Uh, and made a proclamation. Uh, In a previous conversation, you had mentioned that. Tell me about that.
1: It is. You know, I'll let Gary talk about that. Um, He really was instrumental in getting that organized. Um, Gary?
2: Yeah, it really was an amazing experience. We went to the city of Sonoma and asked that they would put forth a proclamation proclaiming the city being gay-friendly, and the city council unanimously said yes, that they would. And um, with a dear friend who's a writer, Kim Fasero, we actually wrote up a proclamation and student, I had the opportunity to stand up in front of the city council and put forth a proclamation to them. And then in sort of during the research for it, we also realized that Sonoma County, the county as a whole, hadn't had a proclamation, and so um, we approached the um, board of supervisors, and they also um, agreed to do that as well, and have the opportunity to stand in front of the county board of supervisors of Sonoma and really put forth the gay proclamation, you know, as well. Whereas, you know, we just, you know, said that. Um, um, well, I'm trying to here. It was just amazing just standing in front of the city council and the Sumber county bureau and, you know, talking to them that, you know, we say that whereas, you know, we recognize and support LGBT citizens for, for their leadership contributions and participate participation in many festivities that go on here, that we are a part of the community, that we you know, the county is the number to create a more welcoming and safe environment in which to be open and honest and so it was just really an amazing thing to stand in front of our County Board of Supervisors and City Council here and, you know, and hear them say
1: these words and and, and have the papers pick them up. It was amazing, Nathan, growing up here. You know, you have to remember a year ago, um, when we started this, It was there was a lot of... um, Prop 8 was really um, all over the media, Mm -hmm. and it was going to court, and people were really disappointed by the loss they were not being overturned by the voters. And so, by having our town council not really even have any issue unanimously passing a thing, we support you in the face of that mm-hmm. as a government organization was was amazing to me. I, I grew up here in Sonoma County. Right. Especially for you growing up here, Mark. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, I basically had to leave. You know, went to went to LA and and and, and came out and, and all that stuff after high school because it was a very rural county and it, and it could easily have been um, the same kind of scenarios as Matthew Shepard found himself in, um, mm-hmm. it, it being so rural if, if one would have come out then and to return and to see this change and and uh, to see the the, the Supervised um, and in and, and the Bay Area, San Francisco, and some from LA, and even a few from Washington last year. It I got really choked up about it, you know. And the value of that for youth here to realize that they don't have to go away to be safe. Yeah, they can be here and be accepted for who they are and embraced. Even was <laughs> immense for me. It was a, it was a very very moving experience.
0: Yeah, that would be. And it, not only that, I think it's important for the community to realize where we're welcome and for, you know, Sonoma, the city of and the county of to make that proclamation, you know, welcoming us with open arms. I think it's really important that people are aware of that. So thank you for sharing that with us. Um, yeah. So now you've mentioned, um, you know, 12 to 15 participating wineries. What uh, role are they going to play in Wine Weekend?
1: Uh, They'll be. Po- oh, go ahead, Mark. No, I was going to say, Gary, if you want to start. Actually, we have different wineries participating in different events. Um, so, um, Gary, if you want to go ahead and break that down, that'd be great. Yeah, we
2: absolutely we do have. We have um, starting at the ZFP reception opening night. We do have um, Pone Cellars, Highway Twelve Winery, and Westwood
1: Winery will be pouring. Um, and then, interesting, plan is, is an LGBT couple. Actually that has that makes this amazing luxury wine. And so they they uh they reached out to us and said we want to participate.
2: And then coming into Saturday with the Twilight Tea Dance where we have um at the VIP reception, Sojourn and Adelsa wineries will be pouring and then along with Eric Ross, Inziger Imagery, Encaduke, Deerfield Ranch, St. Francis, Loxton, and Muscardini, and Gloria Farrar is going to be also pouring at our um, reception and at the brunch on Sunday. So um, it's just amazing to have all these wineries, really, like as Mark said, just really came right on board without. Even asking. We just put the word out there and they were there for us. And yes, we want to be a part of this. We want to be a part of this community. Yeah,
0: that's and really show exciting. Our
2: support. And so, I mean, really, really just amazing.
0: And uh, so on Sunday at the brunch is also a wine auction. Tell me a little about how that's going to work.
2: Yeah, to have that be a benefit face to face, the Sonoma County AIDS Network, as Mark had mentioned. And um so it's gonna be a lovely brunch at El Dorado Kitchen, one of our local restaurants here in town, out on the patio. And Michael, who is um one of the members of the San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus, is coming up and he's gonna be our auctioneer and he's a great auctioneer. And um we're going to have an auction as part of the brunch to raise funds for to face. You know, wine there, um at Dinner for Twelve up at Nicholson Ranch Winery cross-section of all the wines that are participating in um, Gay Wine Weekend actually are going to um, donate a couple of bottles of their wine. So that's going to be just about three cases of a selection of Sonoma Valley
1: wines that people are going to bid on. Uh, You know, the idea behind it really was about the wine auction. It's not just, I mean, a lot of organizations and and people have little wine auctions to um, to benefit a local something, some charity that they're doing. But the idea is here is that Napa Valley, which is coming up next weekend, is it next weekend mm-hmm. already? Uh, yeah, you know, it's next big week, Napa Valley it's wine first, yeah, auction next celebrity-driven, huge, huge wine auction that raises you know a couple million dollars, I think, for for Boys Club, Gary, or, or uh, uh, different charities. They yeah, different I'm charities sure participate, but it's uh, it's huge and and Sonoma has one in September that takes place um, at McMurray Ranch, um, which is fantastic. But again, it benefits um, very worthy organizations, but there's nothing specifically benefiting um, an HIV HIV organization. And and again, we really would like to grow, much like we mentioned the growth for Gay Wine Week into Gay Aspen, Gay Ski Week, is that we want to have Gay Wine Auction on par with the other two sort of mainstream auctions. Mm -hmm. Um, And we don't see that there's any reason we can't do that. You know, there's a significant number of LGBT um, people in the wine industry and winemakers. In fact, in March, we had a hugely successful um, gay wine train. It's a big gay train that was Mm -hmm. on the Napa wine train. And it was the first time we pulled together six gay winemakers Um, from some very prominent brands, and they'd never been invited to be themselves, right, and with their community, and we had six courses paired with six wines, and um, we, the wine train sold out in in a few days, and um, it was a fantastic event, and we ended up having a waitlist of about 150 people wanting to get on it, so we think that by opening up that exposure and those opportunities for people to be themselves, that we can do that with a wine auction as well to help benefit mm-hmm. an organization like Face to Face that really needs the support because the AIDS fight is not over mm. at all. Right, And, and,
2: and, right. The, and the, so much funding has been cut over the last few years yep. towards organizations like that, that they need our support more than ever because right now the fight really is about you know, educating also young people yep. about what happened, what was. Very and um, that's a huge part of what, you know, face-to-face does along with, they just started uh, rapid HIV testing and they need our support. They need funds to be able to do this and continue their continue their work 30 years later.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the event span three days and so that means people are going to need to stay up there pretty much. And I know you've lined up some great, host and partner hotels and accommodations. Uh, Gary, what can you tell me about those?
2: Yes, we do. We have um, MacArthur Place, a country inn and spa. It's located right here in the town of Sonoma. It's our host hotel. And then as well, we have the um, Marriott Renaissance uh, Resort, the largest Sonoma. Also located here in Sonoma is doing a Living Out Proud package. As well, And then on the other side of town, we have the Fl- Flamingo Resort that is also being a special rate for Gay Wine Weekend. When those hotels mention that they're coming for Gay Wine Weekend, it's great and package sort of put together for everybody for the weekend. So it's um, as well great to get that support from our local hotels you yeah. know, especially especially in the height of tourist season, yeah. so it really was amazing to receive their you know sponsorships as well.
0: Absolutely, yeah, and like he yeah, said, then, call the and hotel we and we also have
2: beautiful places. I can't forget beautiful places. Oh, right, <laughs> if a group of people are coming up six, eight, ten people, beautiful places is a luxury resort villa. They rent out villas and homes here in Wine Country, and they're actually throwing in. Um, Highlight Tea Pants with the the package um, if somebody wants to come up and rent um, a house for the weekend.
0: Yep, and all of that information can be found on the website, outinthevineyard.com. You'll find a list of the events, Mm -hmm. you'll find the host hotels, as well as links to all of the very generous wineries that are participating. So finally, you guys, as you know, today is Chardonnay Day. And i picked up a bottle of a Chardonnay from one of the participating wineries. I picked up the 2008 Benzinger Family Winery, Carneros Chardonnay. Uh, have you guys tried that?
1: Nice. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Fantastic wine. Carnero is a
0: great nice. place. Chardonnay. It, it is a great place. Uh, Carneros pretty much straddles the Napa and Sonoma Valleys, for those who aren't familiar, and uh, just right on the north end of... Of the Bay, pretty much correct.
1: Mm-hmm. It is. It spans um, Southern Sonoma and Napa counties, and really is the sort of um um connector between the two valleys. And it's a cool climate region. The fog comes in at night and really cools the grapes off, and it's very hot in the day. So it's a great place to grow varietals like Chardonnay and Pinot Noir. And um and when you open up that Benziger, you're going to taste it. it's, yes. it's amazing.
0: So we're going to do a, a little bit of tasting. You can hear me pour it in my glass. We'll uh, I, I hear give it a pouring. little swirl. I hear it. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> give it a little swirl. We'll give it a sniff. You definitely smell that uh, classic California Chardonnay. Uh, and uh, that that nice. is fantastic. fantastic. Especially for a warming up uh, coming into summer here in Phoenix uh, evening. So, you know, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me tonight on Nathan Out Loud. I really appreciate your time and the the work that you're putting into what is bound to be a very successful gay wine weekend. And I look forward to joining you both in Sonoma for the very first gay wine weekend. Uh,
1: Cheers cheers to that. Thanks for having us on. And we really look forward to meeting you and show you what's happening here in wine country.
0: Thanks again. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Nathan Out Loud. I'm hoping you can join us for the Gay Wine Weekend in Sonoma, June 17th through 19th. More details can be found on NathanOutloud.com, where you'll find links to all of the information covered in this episode. I'd like to thank Mark and Gary from Out in the Vineyard and also Patrick for putting this episode together. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for Nathan Out Loud, please email comments at nathanoutloud.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Nathan Out Loud. We'll talk to you soon on Nathan Out Loud, and in the meantime, come out, be out, live out loud.